0: Welcome to Community Centered, a show that features people in the community doing good things. Now, here are your hosts, Debbie O'Hanley and Margie Kyle.
1: Welcome, welcome, listeners! Happy Tuesday! We are delighted to be back, Margie and I. We have not been back since before Christmas. No, both of us um, had a little holiday break and some illness that we had to take care of. So if I if I step away for a second, it's because I'm going to start coughing. But I am a hundred percent better, and I know you are as well. So um, you are listening to W S I C. We are 105.9 streaming live. This is where local starts. Here, Margie, how are you? I am well. I haven't seen you in
2: a while. No, it's been a good three weeks or so.
1: We have been exchanging uh, cough recipes <laughs> and how to get better recipes back and forth with each other. It's kind uh, of uh, crazy how we both ended up with the same kind of thing. Yeah, that nobody seems to be able to describe or tell you what it is.
2: Well, not even the doctor could.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Me, me too. Like nobody, you You know, it's not COVID. It's not RSV. It's not this. It's not that. I'm like, what is it and why won't <laughs> it go away? So I did a lot of uh, researching on myself on what to do about this. So I'm drinking something now. I'm going to get it wrong. Maybe our guest today can correct me, but I think it's called fire water, fire cider. Fire cider, that's my new thing. Not not a fireball. Not a fireball. Fire <laughs> cider, and I I will share with you. It is um, apple cider vinegar, cayenne, turmeric. Um, oh, they're
2: all good things. Fermented
1: garlic, onion, all of this stuff that you have to take first thing in the morning on an empty tummy. Oh, but I have to tell you, it has it, it did the trick. It, it really, really did the trick. And I am expecting great things if I continue to take it. Because I don't think I'll have very many... You're gonna many lose f- all your friends. I am gonna lose all my <laughs> friends from taking it. But I highly recommend it and do your own research. Um, it, it is working for me. Good. And so um, maybe I'll make some up for you. And we well, can have it be. together. Okay. Yeah. So what's new? What's happening in 2024 for Margie?
2: Um. Well, it's just nice to feel better and mm-hmm. know that my family survived it as well. Yeah. Because everybody was sick. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think I've started the year just being very grateful for yeah. everything that I've had mm-hmm. and where I've been and where I want to go. Mm-hmm. And that I still have things I can look forward to, especially radio and writing
1: mm-hmm.
2: and my little kids kids, little smiles.
1: I love that. I so. love that, that, you know, a lot of people talk about their word, right? Like some folks make goals and, and new things for the new year, and a lot of people pick a word. I'm still waiting on mine. I, I've had several different ideas for things, and I, I take that very seriously because usually what I um put out there is something that really keeps coming over and over yeah. to me throughout the year. <clears that's <clears right. <throat> Excuse me. So I love grateful that, that you're there, and I, I think that's really shows your healing And shows where you're at. So um, God bless with that. I hope that it continues and that you can make Grateful grow.
2: Yes, me too. Yeah. Me too. So, I don't do New Year's resolutions. Me either. Well, number one, I went to bed way too early. Me I too. was in bed by 8.30. I was
1: too. I was <laughs> too, still sick, so I was in bed. I sent my husband out. and said, you go. Don't let me stop you. And he was like, are you sure? I was like, please go. Yeah. I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah. And so, so he went, yeah. and uh, I, I feel the same way.
2: Yeah. I just think they're, they're silly because... I've never really adhered to them.
1: Well, I think you have to be careful on what you prophesize, yeah. too, or what you put out there. Like, I kept saying the week of Christmas, which was crazy. I hope I was getting 28 families ready for Christmas, plus my own, plus all the other fa la that goes with that. <laughs> and I just kept saying, I just, want, I just want a long winter's nap. And I... It was kind of smart, Alex. Yeah. Like you said that, but I did get it with being sick, so I was like, okay, "Careful be what care- you ask for." Careful what you ask for. So I know oh, that wow. we we missed being here. We missed Bill's birthday. So happy birthday, yes, Bill! Yes, Happy birthday. We, um, we missed the holidays. And last week, that
2: storm just crazy. about. Oh my! At two crazy? o'clock, when I'm normally getting ready
1: to leave, you couldn't see outside. It was crazy. It really was. It, it, you know, You the buildup for it, you know, the fact that they had canceled school and yeah. you were like, okay, what exactly is happening? And, you know, and of course I deal with families in trauma, so they were all traumatized by it. So I had them all jacked up. Yeah. And it, it's, it was a pretty significant storm.
2: You know, this, we got the message, get in your bathtub. I thought, I can't do that
1: normally. Why am I going to do that now? <laughs> Go- <laughs> You know, it's storm preparedness, right? Like, are you ready for these kind of things? And um, it kind of sends the message, too. Are we talking about it? Are we ready for these kind of things? Because this is the South. Our weather can be very erratic. And I mean, it's freezing today, right? I mean, the last couple of weeks. Compared to where? Well, um, I think like the Midwest and some of the East Coast. I know my husband's in Kentucky, and he said it's seventeen. Brr. I said, yeah, it is chilly. So um, yeah. crazy, but anyway, so a, a, a lot of uh, a lot of crazy weather lately, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. for sure. But I know that the the station still stood. It got through that storm. It did, we and Bill made gl- it in here. They, we were glad that they were there and glad that they could um, put in a substitute for us, although there's nothing like us in person. Well, they still saw us in person. It was just a rerun. You know what I mean. Like we weren't personally here in the building with Bill getting the signals from him. (laughs) So I am super excited about our guest today. Talk about new years and and new resources and things. Danielle is really a gifted um, individual. And many years ago, we were talking before the show, I think it was 2018, maybe 2019. She interviewed me at this very (laughs) station, but up in Statesville. So I'm going to turn the table on her because she didn't. She didn't try to stump me, but a couple of times I was like, "Uh, uh." uh. Like, so I'm gonna. That'll be my goal today to see if I can uh, return the favor to her. But well,
2: uh, and it's funny how you run into people. I was out to lunch with another friend of mine, mm-hmm. and as I was leaving, I saw you right there, and you you called me over, and I thought
1: you got to be a guest on our show. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I hope people understand that Margie and I do this on a wing and a prayer. <laughs> we see we see someone we know and we're like, hey, you would be really great to talk yeah. to because we love to talk, right? And so when we meet people, and, and actually, if you have an idea for a show, you can always call Absolutely. the show 844-STUDIO-4, and um, Bill will get some information from you, and we would love to talk to you. The premise of our show is called Community Centered, where we're putting hope back in the headlines with a smile. So if you have something that you want to share that's hopeful or something that you think might make someone smile by the good that you're doing in our community, we would love to talk to you. And I think that our guest today really um, embodies both hope and both smiling.
2: I do too, and I think she's very open about talking about her past Mm -hmm. and the fact that you have to be careful
1: Mm -hmm. or you do burn out. Right, right. You know? I I love the work-life balance and knowing what that means and how that And I really can't wait to see what she has to say about that. Me too, because that is something that um I push on the back burner. Yeah. In the job that I do at Christmas my family is like you are going to you're going to fizzle. So when we come back from break, we are going to be talking with Danielle Radcliffe on the amazing things that she does for our community and how she definitely is making hope happen despite some circumstances and some things that she's been through. She is a hope maker, a hope changer. And um, I'm I'm excited to talk to her. I am too. We are going to have a lot to share with her, and I will. I was just teasing Danielle. I won't try <laughs> oh, to put you on the carpet, <laughs> but I know that um, you have a lot to share, and it's going to be a fast hour so that we can get all of the good things in that she's fasten your seatbelts. Yes, and Away get ready go. for community centered, <laughs> where we are talking about hope and healing and smiling in our community. You're listening to W S I C 105.9, where local starts here. We'll be back shortly from break, talking to Danielle Ratcliffe.
0: more community centered with Debbie O'Hanley and Margie Kyle on the way from 105.9 100.7 WSIC local starts here. Now more community centered with Debbie O'Hanley and Margie Kyle on 105.9 100.7 WSIC local starts here.
2: Welcome back. Local does start here (laughs) and I am just so excited to share with you our guest. I would love, not only myself personally, but I know Danielle and Debbie would love to have call-ins too. If you have questions, Mm -hmm. please do not hesitate to call 844-STUDIO-4. It is a pleasure to introduce our guest, Danielle Radliff. We met when you owned Serenity Now. And I had studied Reiki. And I wanted a place to get a good massage, and I met you, and I could not believe. At that point, you had three Mm -hmm. massage technicians. Yep. When you closed it down due to COVID, like everything else, or sold it, you had 15 Mm -hmm. technicians and serving over 11,000 people. Mm -hmm. That's huge.
3: Yeah, it was was, a... Good eight-year journey.
2: Okay. Yeah. What did you do before <laughs> Serenity Now?
3: Um, I was a registered dietitian before Serenity Now. So I started out um, with Carolina's healthcare system before it became Atrium, and okay. worked in the hospital for about a year. And before I transitioned to a weight management center, where I did outpatient counseling and um, you know community speaking engagement. So I was helping people um, basically eat healthier, lose weight, and feel better, Um, but...
2: I'm sure that was a frustrating job because I was, (laughs) I've tried to be one of your clients and it's never
3: worked. (laughs) It it came with its challenges, definitely. I mean, any kind of behavior change can be difficult, you know. Um, It's a lot of times people know what to do already. It's just putting putting the habits into place and helping people with that. I used a cognitive behavioral therapy approach, you know, during that time, but... I did get eventually kind of burned out with it, so that was the transition to massage therapy. Because
2: which is going to lead us to a question, probably right, not right
3: now, but tips on how not to yes. burn out. <laughs> Work life balance is important. Yes, you will burn out. Yeah, I've burned out twice in my life, yeah. and I'm only forty, so <laughs> I've already had two burnouts. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're just a puppy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still a baby. A youngster.
2: Oh my gosh! So you t- you took something that was already a great idea and built it into something huge mm-hmm. that is still doing very very yes. well. Thanks yes. to your good foundation.
3: Yeah, and the uh, lady who purchased it from me yes. during COVID, she's um, Amanda Taylor. She's doing a wonderful job with it, and. A lot of the therapists who were there when I sold it are still there and um, they've expanded since then. So it's, it's wonderful. Well, that has to
2: speak volumes for Mm -hmm. what you started.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. It must make you very proud. It does.
3: And I'm glad that it lives on and they're still able to, you know, serve the clients that we were serving then. And, you know, new ones, I'm sure since then, So it's good that it's still, still doing well and that makes me happy. So now you're into creative marketing
2: professional. Mm Mm-hmm. And your company is Joyful Rising Writing and Marketing.
3: Yes. Yeah. So I do uh, websites and writing, uh, copywriting for other small businesses. So okay. if people need help with messaging or they want a new website or an email campaign or need help with social media, Google ads, I basically put all the skills that I learned running the other small business to work for other small businesses. Because okay. Okay. Most people, when they open a small business or, you know, become an entrepreneur, they don't go into it because they want to market it. They go into it because mm. they want to do whatever it is that their company That's does. That's right. And unless you outsource that, you have to do it yourself. And there's only so much time in a day. And as you ladies know from small business and nonprofit work, it it's all encompassing Mm -hmm. if you don't outsource something. So Mm -hmm. I'm able to be that person who's a support for other small businesses on the marketing side, whether it's consulting or doing the actual marketing work for them.
2: Okay, Mm -hmm. wow. Fabulous. Yeah, now just very quickly, you might tell people where they can get and how they can get a hold of you. Yeah,
3: if you go to joyfulrisingwriting.com, all my contact information is there. Um, And that's probably the easiest place to get the information for me, or you're welcome to just look my name up on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and my profile will pop up. And And
2: I think if they do that now, they might come up with a good question for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that they will take the time to do that, especially um, as we move forward Mm -hmm. in this interview.
3: Yeah, that would be great. We'd love some call-ins if anybody wants to join us on the show. (laughs) That would be awesome. It
2: would be. It would be. So
3: what's your biggest
2: challenge today? Getting, is it getting new clients to help?
3: Um, no. Well, actually my biggest challenge right now is a personal challenge. Okay. share that with us. Because, um, you know, work is going great and I've, been blessed to have a lot of referral business and word of mouth business, just, I guess, because of how established I was beforehand. So I don't actually have to do a whole lot of marketing for my own company. Um, But personally, my partner, girlfriend, um, she has multiple myeloma, we Mm -hmm. found out over Thanksgiving. And so we're going through the whole, whole cancer uh, diagnosis and treatment right now. So it's, that's more of the uh, struggle at the moment than them were And
2: that is the, the hardest struggle mm-hmm. you'll ever go through. Mm-hmm. I yeah. went through it for four years.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Do you yeah. feel like, Danielle, with some of the resources that you have as being a dietitian mm-hmm. and a massage therapist, that you're you're attacking this from a holistic perspective yeah. as well? Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. So, I think it, it gave me a good background yeah. and just a good knowledge of the medical field in general, what questions to ask the doctors. I mean, I worked on the oncology floor for a little bit when I was in the hospital setting for that year. So I kind of know what she needs from a nutrition standpoint
1: And I feel like, you know, if if ever, God forbid, something like that happened to someone that I loved, I would be thinking, what are all the modalities? Mm -hmm. What, give me it all, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd want to follow my doctor's advice and medicine, all all that. But, you know, some of the things that you can do, Mm -hmm. I think would really be beneficial. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're helpful. Yeah.
3: And we're doing counseling. um, So that's... So, but how do
1: you take care of you as the caregiver, <laughs>
3: right? So it's let's talk challenge. about work-life yeah. balance. Yeah, it's a challenge. Um, but I do try to get outside, you know, a few times a day with my dog for a walk. Nature is my happy place. It always has been. So I try to get out and just commune with nature and my crazy dog who loves to run around like a wild man. Um, he makes me laugh and and then I'm doing counseling um, about every other week. Uh, luckily, Novant's system has free counseling through yeah, the Buddy Camp Center yeah. for family members. So, now that's from been what I've
2: read, she's doing well.
3: She is. Yes, the treatment is um, dropping. You know, the myeloma markers. We got yeah. labs back yesterday, and so. She's uh, starting round three this week and, and she
2: seems to be tolerating she's it. She's well.
3: tolerating it as, you know, as well as can be. So that's good. And we're on track to have a stem cell transplant in March. Um, okay. So the wow. oncologist is thrilled. You know, she said she has not seen um, numbers drop this quickly with most of her cancer patients. So that that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, a good, really thing. good. So news. it's working, you know.
1: Yeah. But again. How are you taking care of Danielle? Did you see how she avoided the, yeah. <laughs> answering that
3: question, Marty? So yeah, give her a little challenge.
1: Outside. Here's Nature. your challenge. Nature. Nature. Yeah. Okay.
3: Nature, counseling. Um, and, you know, I'm not ashamed to say that I am back on antidepressant and sure. anti-anxiety medication. Yeah. Um, good for I you. had weaned off of that years ago, but I know that, you know, when well, situations are stressful, it's, that's right. it's a good, helpful boost. And, you know, there should be no stigma Behind it,
1: we have to remove that. That mm-hmm. is definitely. I mean, yeah. we are yeah. we are yeah. facing in our community a mental health epidemic, mm-hmm.
3: a yeah. crisis. We absolutely are.
1: And you know, we're addressing all kinds of different things, but no one's addressing that, and/or are they talking about mm-hmm. it? So yep. we have a whole nother show, more yeah. to yeah. do about that. Yes. But um, I'm super proud of you, Danielle, for you know talking about that, bringing that to the forefront, and to also, you know, practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. Right? You you help <laughs> people, and yeah. and the fact that you now are. Having to follow through and do what you would probably be recommending to other people, mm-hmm. I think For it's myself. really, yeah, the best messaging out there, right? That's right. You know, to yeah. take care of yourself. Yeah, so, it is. Um, and it's
3: the hardest thing to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah. I'm sorry about your your yeah, news and, you. and your um, obstacle, but I think you're pretty strong.
3: Yeah, we're both strong. and yeah. We're we'll getting through it and it's bringing us closer too, so... Yeah, there's always a lesson, in, you know, silver lining, and every single challenge. And there's challenge in gratitude. Life. Mm-hmm. There and is thank
1: goodness for our puppies. Yes, well, our, our fur babies. Would we do without our make fur us laugh. <laughs> <laughs> We're sure. trying to get a little bird. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> get you a butterfly. Okay. <laughs> no one getting a love bird. Oh, oh, Aww. I love that. Yeah, are you going to? I am. Oh, lovely. I went through a breeder
2: in Florida, and because of the weather. He's not been able to send the bird up to me yet. But we had a love bird for nine years. And I was telling Bill and Danielle that she'd sit on Lee's lap, go over and give him a little kiss, and dive down into his pocket, come back up again, kiss him, and he'd put little treats in the pocket, and she'd dive back. (laughs) She lived there all day. Oh, that's awesome. Now, obviously, we had to clean the shirts off. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I mean, he just loved that bird.
1: Oh, how fun! Yeah, yeah, they're very lovely. sweet,
2: sweet. If you want a bird, yeah, that's the best. I've tried parakeets, and they squawk and yeah, flew away.
1: Yeah, and they're messy. <laughs> they're messy too. Oh goodness! Well, I'm looking forward to hearing more about that. A love bird. Cool. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> Super fun. Uh... So tell us more about joyful writing. I mean. It, you know, for someone who does a lot of writing in the non for profit world or talks publicly a lot, sometimes I don't think people understand the amount of preparation and work that goes into to doing that. And also, I know Margie too. So, uh, you know, I, I can't imagine doing that for someone else. <laughs> I don't know what that would look like. I'm having enough trouble doing it for myself. <laughs> I know. I was thinking, you want to do this? <laughs> yeah, that's great. And I know that we have to take a station break here shortly, but I want to want to really be thinking intentionally about what joyful writing is, like, because um, I think the narratives are so important. But in the work that I do, I walk a happy line between exploitation and a narrative. Right? Mm-hmm. People want to know the stories. But I, I want to protect and serve mm-hmm. the individuals that, um, and same thing for you, Margie, right? Yeah. You want to protect your your people that you serve too, but we do want to tell the story because yeah. that's where the sweet stuff
2: yeah. is. Do
3: you
1: help people
2: that are start trying to write a book?
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. I'm yeah. calling you soon. I can. Yep. Anything yep. that has to do with writing or marketing, okay. I can help with. Good. Yep. Good.
1: Are we yep. hearing a 2024 announcement? Are you writing a book? I've been trying to for about five years. When we come back from break, we're going (laughs) to learn more about Margie and her book writing with Danielle Ratcliffe, our guest.
0: Community Centered with Debbie O'Hanley and Margie Kyle will return after this short break on 105.9 100.7 WSIC. Call now to speak with Debbie O'Hanley and Margie Kyle at 844 Studio 4. It's Community Centered on 105.9 100.7 WSIC.
1: Welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday. Did I say that yet, Margie? Yes, you did. Okay. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, Danielle. (laughs) I am very excited to talk to you. I know we're... You know, they should have been here during the commercial. They should have. We had some good conversation here. We we're talking about books and eating disorders and all kinds of crazy, wild, wonderful things that we really need to address in our community. But I want to talk a minute about your marketing strategies and your mm-hmm. your, um, your work that you do there. What... Um, what would you say, because you are multifaceted, Danielle? there's many talents that you <laughs> are out here on the table from nutrition, dietitian, massage therapist, all of the great community work that you do in the leadership with um you show some small businesses. but what's your favorite part of what you do? So
3: with my work, my favorite part is really getting to know the business owner yeah. and A lot of times with my website projects, I will reach out to their customers or clients, some of their favorite people that they've worked with to get their take on what it's like, you know, getting a service or product from that business um, and just being able to meet those people and find out what is it that you are helping them with so you actually walk in their shoes. Mhm.
1: Yeah. Does it happen every time that they have that aha moment when they're working with you where they're like, "Yeah, that yeah, yeah, now you know this is what I'm trying to yeah, do, but I don't know I do. how to do it." Right. I know how to make burgers, but I don't know how to get my message out there or right. be the best burger. There is. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, I actually just had an instance of that with my latest website project, Um, Michelle McCone Campbell. She's a confidence coach and a public speaker in the area based out of Davidson. And uh, she had tried, you know, to put a website together for years and um, she just wasn't able to find the right words or the right way to do it um, in a way that felt like it was resonating with the people she wanted to serve. And so we connected um, we' had actually met years before volunteering with a uh, Love Progress Park, a local organization. And uh, she said that the process really gave her confidence in what she's doing and helped her see that you know she's already touched so many lives around here mm-hmm. because of my connections with you know reaching out to her clients and getting their feedback and all the wonderful things they had to say about their experience with her it boosted her to a point where she feels ready to, you know, expand and serve even more people. So, you know, that's an instance of being able to get in there, figure out what is it that you're helping these people with? Mm-hmm. You know, why do they love working with you? And then how do we put that into words and visuals you know, in a concise way that's, you know, not too lengthy because people's attention spans are like this big now. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I would, and I would imagine there's a lot of humility in that, mm-hmm. right? Like understanding yourself and, and, you know, I'm not in it for that, but yet you you do need to be in it mm-hmm. for that. You do mm-hmm. need to understand what it is that you're trying to sell, not only the product, but
3: yourself. Right, right. Because so. it's about connections. I mean, at the end of the day, I think at least all small businesses is is about those connections and and the people. And when you're able to form solid connections with people in the community, you don't have to market yourself then because they tell other people about Mm -hmm. you or they had such a wonderful experience that when someone is looking for a similar service, they say, oh, hey, I know this person, they mm-hmm. helped me with this and they did a great job. You should contact them. And so that's the ultimate goal is to get them to the point where they don't need marketing because well, and I think, referrals are doing it for them. Right.
2: And to get yourself before you do burn out,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: because it's probably very easy if you if you're frustrated and you're not doing well, to burn out.
3: Yes, and to yeah. throw in the towel because yeah. you're like, it's just not worth it. I mean, I remember with Serenity Now, there were years where I was working 60 to 80 hours a week. You mm. know, that was just my norm. And that was why I got to the point of, okay, I either have to sell this or shut it down because I physically and mentally cannot keep pushing myself this way. And it was because I tried to do it all and be it all, and I didn't outsource a whole lot while I was doing that. Good point. Um, And so knowing, Mm -hmm. you know, what are my strengths with the business that I'm running and where do I struggle, and let's outsource the things where I struggle or where I just don't enjoy doing those things. Mm -hmm. Let somebody else do that. And then you focus on the part that you love, you know, whatever it is. And like with you ladies, it's, you know, serving the children in the community. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So let's talk about that work-life balance thing.
1: <laughs> which I'm, avoiding, elusive. I'm avoiding <laughs> yes. eye contact with you because <laughs> I am not a good um, person to be talking about this topic about mm-hmm. because I have zero of that, I'm, I am. don't want to miss a moment of everything that happens at Hope House. And I know, Margie, you probably feel the same way about Little Smiles. Yeah. You don't want to miss a moment of it because talk about I had my annual meeting with my board a couple of weekends ago and I said, I, I'm sad that you're not a part of listening every single day to the amazing transformation that happens to folks whose lives are in our hands, mm-hmm. who we're offering an opportunity for. And I don't want to miss a day of that. I want to I want that to continue forever and ever. Well, of, that's your fame, right? Yeah. And so um talking about really this year of of having that work life balance mm-hmm. for me and um pulling back a little bit is tough.
3: Yeah, it's hard.
1: It's tough yeah. to do. And I look over here at my friend who she's no role model for me either. so <laughs> I really I can't make eye contact with
3: her. You either. openly admit there's an <laughs> yes. issue there. Yes. I, I think we need a support circle yes. that we yes. need to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name is Debbie, and I have no work life balance. Yes, I'm a workaholic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's most small business owners. And when right. you love what you yeah. do, mm-hmm. you you put your entire heart and soul and most of your time into it. Uh, what you have to do is decide that okay. I cannot continue doing this long-term if I don't make changes, and you have to start committing to shutting it off, right. you know. I What I do now is I try to say, okay, I'm not gonna work past 5.30 or 6, mm-hmm. you know, unless there's some kind of emergency or tight yeah. deadline that I'm working on, and I shut the computer down and I don't check my email, or not my work email, mm-hmm. you know, after that time, like I set limits. For myself and I typically don't start my work day until you know 9 or 9 30 sometimes it's 10 because the morning is my time to just ease into things slowly because I know that that helps me be more productive during my work hours yeah during um, my work hours and it depends on what you you know what relaxes you so for me you know I like yoga I like walking I like being outside you know so those kinds of centering, balancing type of activities. But for some people, yoga is not their thing and they need to go for a run or, you know, they they need to go burn off, you know, steam with the punching bag, you know, whatever it might be. But I think movement is really important and helpful and that will make a big difference and just I think being the practice, committed. The yeah. practice
1: of it too is really mm-hmm. what's hard, right? Because mm-hmm. we can all say, well, I'm going to go take that yoga class or I'm going to go take, you know, this, but getting there, mm-hmm. there's always a million reasons why you yeah. can't get there. And, you know, I mean, yoga for me, I'm not very bendy. Mm-hmm. So, well, that yeah, I mean,
2: got kicked out of yoga because <laughs> I was laughing so hard. <laughs>
1: So that's obviously yeah. not your thing, Pop, either one of you. the yoga, though. I might make make an yeah. exception for that. But you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I mean, I think that, that just finding whatever it is that yeah. centers you and mm-hmm. balances you is what's really important. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's probably for, not. For
2: Lee's mother,
1: it was um, square dancing. Yeah. Fun. Oh, she used yeah. to love that. That's super fun. I yeah. did a pie chart thing once where it was like, you know, how much of your pie is, you know, in um your with your family, how much is, yes. is your business, yeah. how much of it is. I was like, whoa, that's some pie. <laughs> it was way out of balance. Yeah. But, you know, I think as, as long as we're consciously aware of it and mm-hmm. making an effort at trying to change some things. I know the station owner, I'm going to call him out, Justin Kizepis. He's one person that I think does a pretty good job at a work-life balance. Mm-hmm. He's a dad. Those kids are a priority to him. This new business of owning the station is important to him, and I think that uh, he he sets a good example for us because I know he's also a board member at Hope House, and there are a lot of times that he just has to say no or Mm -hmm. I can't do that because I'm looking for the balance in my life. So just a little shout-out to Justin Kazepis Mm -hmm. and WSIC (laughs)
3: Radio. Yeah. And and boundaries are important. You have to know when to say no, you know. Yes. And it's hard to do that. And I used to write scripts for myself ahead of time of how to say no to when I'm asked to, you know, volunteer for this organization or help out with something or show up for this networking event. And I literally wrote scripts to help myself be able to tell people no because I had such a hard time with that word. Um, in the past, and yeah. and now I I have no issue with you know setting boundaries and knowing does this align with what I want to do? Yeah, do I have the time to do this? And if not, it's a no. You know, it's like thank you for thinking of me, but yeah, you know, we're getting I can't. Very, we're getting
1: very good at Hope House at writing permission slips to say <laughs> no right? And so, you know, my permission not to do this. Absolutely. And (laughs) we're, we're trying to get them, you know, that concept there, because I don't think we, nobody does a really good job of that, right? Of holding back that kind of thing. So, well, thank you for that advice. That's really good work, uh, life balance stuff. I'm going to work on that, Margie. Good. I'm going to hold you to it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll look to my mentor, Justin Kisepis to, uh, to, to run that home for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, family first. <laughs> absolutely. A replacement absolutely. replacement for that. <laughs> absolutely. You are absolutely right about that. Family. you know That's the hard part at Hope House because they're like family. So yeah, we have to remember right, that. So yeah. again, if you want to call in 844-STUDIO-4, we are talking with Danielle Racklip. She is so fascinating and so multi faceted many things (laughs) that I can think of this conversation could go on for a long time so when we come back from break we're going to be talking with her but if you've got something that you want to ask of Margie or myself or Danielle please call in you're listening to WSIC 105.9
0: More community centered with Debbie O'Hanley and Margie Kyle on the way from 1059 100.7 WSIC. Global starts here. Call 844 Studio 4 now to join the community centered discussion with Debbie O'Hanley and Margie Kyle on 1059 100.7 WSIC.
2: Welcome back. We get so connected during the commercials <laughs> that it's hard to get back. And I still think some of our best conversations should be mm-hmm. taped while we were doing that. Mm-hmm. But um, welcome back to WSIC with Danielle Ratliff. And I i would love to know some of the signs. And please feel free to call in. Um 844-STUDIO-4 if you have a question for any of us. Or what what would be a sign that would say to you, you might want to take a good look at what you're doing mm-hmm. and are you doing it too much and are you going to hit a burnout? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I I think there's a lot of signs for burnout, both physical and mental. Um, You may notice that you're having trouble falling asleep at night. You may feel super anxious and just worked up all the time. I mean, it can get to a point where you have like panic attacks and heart palpitations, you know, if it gets really bad. Um, And just noticing maybe that you're having trouble concentrating, you know, whereas before you might be able to focus on something for a longer period of time. But once you're getting to that burnout stage, the concentration starts to go and you just get irritable and just kind of angry at the world sometimes too. Yeah. So it's, it's not necessarily, you know, one set sign, but if things just feel off, you need to take a look at, you know, what's going on in my life right now? And am I working too hard? And am I pushing myself to the point that I'm not enjoying this anymore? You know, Mm -hmm. do you still love what you do? Do you still get excited about it? Or are you dreading it because you're just so tired? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Well, so there's got to be a balance during your day.
3: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
2: Which I'm not good at.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's part of what makes a nonprofit unique in us be able to do some different things, right? I mean, we don't have a nine to five where we're sitting at a job, at a desk, you know, looking at a computer or on the phone. We, you know, have the flexibility to be out and be mobile or to, you know, take a break or I don't know who I was talking to during Christmas, but I was like, um can I just stay here because no one can find me here? (laughs) Like, you know, to be able to just kind of, you know, cut off and and regroup a little bit like that. So I think, you know, being able to know what those places of respite are Mm -hmm. and refuge. I know again, during Christmas, I was like, can I just like lay down next to the cow in the stable? Just because <laughs> I just feel like that sounds really dark and and quiet right now. And, you know, kind of the madness of when mm-hmm. it was when the frenzy of Christmas. So I think recognizing where your safe spaces are yeah. and who your safe people are. I would agree with that. Yeah. definitely. And what some of those practices are that you have to mm-hmm to do and be consciously aware of that, right? Yeah. We, yeah. Um, we always talk at Hope House about what's your self-care? What did you do for yourself this week? And honestly, that is a concept that not a whole lot of people get. No, mm-hmm. I agree. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we have to do, get better and making that a practice. Yes. And then practicing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And realizing that self-care is not selfish. It's actually right. one of the best things you can do for others, because if you are yeah. in a good place mentally and physically, then you're able to better care for other people and better serve. Well, Other that's people. why
2: I think some of those services like massage, <laughs> reiki, mm-hmm.
3: yoga, uh, yeah. yeah,
2: any of those, those are, are
1: all such helpful things. They I'm are. Danielle, of what your life must be like now, right? With a business and, you know, a caregiver and a dog and a child and mm-hmm. like all of those things mm-hmm. that pile on that you don't lose yourself in all of that. Yeah. And you seem really, really focused and really um, in a good place. So whatever you're doing is working. <laughs>
3: so keep it up. <laughs> you wouldn't have wanted to see me <laughs> right after the diagnosis. Yes. So there, the I first few weeks oh. were... It's awful. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Sure you yeah. out of body. Awful. Yeah. 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 You know, it's yeah. complete shock. Um, But, you know, that's normal when you receive news Mm -hmm. like that and, you know, realizing that, okay, I'm not going crazy. This is just Mm -hmm. what's happening right now. We've Mm got to figure out how to get through it, but. Come up with a plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I think the plan, there's a perfection in the plan, right? Like Mm -hmm. you have to
1: be able to say that, you know, there's a a way out.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there is. And just having faith that, you know, things are going to work out and Mm -hmm. it's Gonna be and okay be being I'm trying able to be positive
2: to <laughs> communicate in a positive way mm-hmm.
3: yeah and, and when the communication is not positive because there's times where that's going to happen that's right giving each other Grace and realizing yeah. okay we're human and you know we've Coined the phrase being a drill bit instead of the five letter word to call each other out when we're a having our mo- being a drill bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's
1: good. Can I use that? Yes, you absolutely <laughs> sure. can. Being a drill bit. Yes. I love it. Yes.
3: <laughs> that is because everyone's going to have their moments, you know, and it's, it's that normal to have outbursts and, you know, to have difficulty with communication at times, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, have to get it each is other okay. grace. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm
1: sure you went through that with oh, Lee.
2: <laughs> yeah, I did. I did.
1: Were you a drill bit, Marky? No. I didn't think so. No. I think you were just a very gentle, yeah. compassionate caregiver.
2: And he that would almost make him mad because he knew how I probably would be feeling. Right, right. But I'm being very gentle and caring and... And, and it was tough because Lee couldn't stand to see me cry. Mm. If he couldn't fix it, it drove him crazy.
1: Yeah, I would imagine.
2: And I finally said, I'm going to cry, so I'm getting the heck out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure there are those moments in in all of that where you just um, you need a safe space. Yeah, right? you do to be able to mm-hmm. to let loose and and let some of that go. Well, I um I applaud you. How does it feel being back in the in the studio with a microphone good. and headphones? Yeah, it's good. Yeah,
3: yeah thank you. It's well, like, riding, like riding a horse. <laughs> I <laughs> it bet. just comes back to you. I <laughs>
1: bet it comes back to you. It really does. It's addicting. Yes, it is.
3: Yeah, isn't it, Margie? I and love powerful, it. <laughs> right? You, well,
1: it's fun. Yes. We have a good time. Well, the microphone, right? Like, I, I'm always fascinated the amount of people that say me, oh, I'll never talk in front of a microphone or I can't do that or whatever. Like, you have no idea the power of what you can reach and mm-hmm. i just think that you know maybe there was a listener today that needed to hear your message maybe mm-hmm. there was someone who was driving in their Many car people. stopped at a light and and they tuned in and they they heard what you had to say and they're going to noodle with it a little bit and maybe reach out and ask you how are you making that look so easy daniel no, and i'm going to stop yeah. being such yeah.
2: a drill bit yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> perfect <laughs> sergeant drill bit <laughs> I'm, I'm loving it i think uh, that's awesome i, think I that's I, um, cute one of uh, my board Board members called me the hammer. Yeah. So I like a drill bit. <laughs> so thank you for that. That's a good. That's a good one. I'm going to take away from today. But what? What are some l- parting words you want to share with our community today here on Community Centered?
3: Just know that you know there's always going to be challenges in life, and if you approach it with the attitude of what can I learn from this, and yeah. and how can I grow through this, it, it makes the challenges easier. Um, it's still hard. And you're still going to have, you know, moments where you break down and, you know, you ask why, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. But if you approach it with the attitude of, I'm going to grow through this, I'm going to get stronger because of this. And what can I learn from it? And what are all the things that I still have in my life that I can be grateful for? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Then and what can I do for somebody else to make their day right. better too?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah because it it makes such a difference, you know, with the mindset versus going into a dark place immediately. And And staying in that dark um, place. Yeah. And And, it's okay to go in the dark place. Some, I mean, you might, but if you do get to that really dark place and, you know, get help. Ask
1: for help. yeah, Yeah.
3: Get, you know, talk to your doctor, Yeah, get counseling. I mean, I've been in counseling off and on, you know, most of my life and I'm back in counseling again. You know, you don't be ashamed to reach out to other people to admit that, you know, there's issues right now and I need some help and that's okay. That's a strong thing to do. That's right. There should be no stigma with it. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. That is excellent, excellent advice, Danielle, because I don't know one person, including uh, any of us at this table or in our community that's listening today that can't really fall on those good, sweet words that you had to share. It's important to know that just ask ask for help. There's amazing people in our community that um, there provide services, whether your thing is yoga, meditation, uh, Reiki, uh, pastor, counselor, social workers, whatever you can find and grab onto, find yourself a life preserver to help you get through the, the storm because the storms pass, right? Mm-hmm. They do. Uh, I read something once where it talked about a shipwreck. And uh, sometimes when your ship gets wrecked You're holding on to a piece of that ship that you need to let go because someone else might need it. You're still intact. Your ship got wrecked. You're still intact. But um, let go. Mm -hmm. Let go of some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Let go and grow. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, you know, ask for help ask for somebody to come alongside of you and um, help that with that burden. I think that's uh, good advice. And I know that we'll be praying and hoping for your partner that she yes, um, yes. champions this. Mm-hmm. I know this stem cell transplant looks in your future. We'll mm-hmm. wish for all good things for that and uh, good news. There's amazing things happening every single day in yeah. our medicine world. So mm-hmm. we're going to hope that um, she can get better soon. Thank you. And thank your you, life you. returns to normal. Yeah, normal-ish. <laughs> what is normal? There is no normal. <laughs> I, know, I know. Can we find some sweet words about what would joyful What would joyful writing say about normal? <laughs> there is no normal.
3: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Check out, no normal. Debbie, because there is
1: no such thing as normal. Well, yeah. it's been a delight learning about you again. I want to um, point you to jo- joyful... Rising Joyful writing. Rising writing.com yep. I want to uh, point you to um, finding Danielle on LinkedIn or on Instagram. Uh, Facebook. And Facebook. Uh, all of the social media <clears throat> outlets that are out there, you can find Danielle. If you have a question, you could always call into the studio too, even after we're here, if something um, occurred to you, if you said, hey, what she said, I really want to talk to her about that. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be awesome. And we just want to thank you for being part of our community and doing hope and making it look good, and and with a smile, you always have a smile. I would never know <laughs> what you were going through, but I want to um, thank you for making our first show back after all I of know. the New Year and sickness that we have. Really, one that um, really makes some sweetness hang off my lips. How about ahead. you Margie. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: yeah. Thank you for having me. It was we a pleasure. Are, oh, we are
1: delighted to have you so thank you for being a part of us and we will um, see you next week here on Community Center with yes. my friend Margie Kyle. I'm Debbie O'Hanley your host hostess of Community Center. We'll see you next week. Thank you.
0: The new 1059-100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.